All right. So, sorry, man. I didn't realize that if I uh, switched what I was looking at, it would just kick me out. Eh, it well. Um, to to be fair, uh, Anchor is a temperamental bastard, and and it will uh, it will stop stop the recording in the middle of you know some really good material. But yeah. Really- <laughs> right. So, uh, so yeah, like I was saying, I, I took the slug out of a shotgun round, uh, put, you know, crimped all the, the, the end back on and then fired it outside of the, uh, back of the apartment and all the, like, you know, those police pedestals that they have on college campuses. I didn't lose you again, did I? Come on, Jose. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You're you're talking about police pedestals. Yeah, yeah. So so you know all those police pedestals they have on college campuses where you can hit a button and it lights up? Yeah. They all fucking lit up. Because <laughs> you're a menace to society. Yeah. Men- menace light. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, I, I don't go full Joker. <laughs> what's what's going on, Batman? <laughs> but yeah, so um, so uh, listeners, this is a pre Fourth of July episode. There's people shooting fireworks off out out there in the cul-de-sac, and uh, I don't know. I've I've been partaking of milk of the hoppy and. Uh, now that I've quit my job, oh, by the way, I uh, I was working uh, for a Sharps management service for two hospitals, and that job stressed me out so much I had two panic attacks in about a month's peer, a month span. So I quit that job, and my stress level went down seventy percent. Literally, that job I just quit was worse than the airport job with both um, old Navy deaf fucker and 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 young, quote unquote, Marine millennial or not. Sorry, not millennial Gen Z fucker who couldn't stay until nine. <sighs> oh, God, I hope that hope this episode doesn't turn into me bitching about those fucking two. You still there? Phone turns off. It's, it's recording me. <laughs> I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> um, go go to your settings and set display to stay on. If we need to, uh, if we need to take a quick break to do that. I can insert a sponsor here. Computer. I'm on a phone. Okay. All right. So... (laughs) 
I'll, I'll set my settings. Um, go to sponsor and <laughs> give me like one minute. Or all right. Sponsor. Okay. Well, for for us, it'll be instantaneous. For the listeners, it'll be you know whatever. So we'll be right back, folks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this pre Fourth of July episode of Gaming Sessions Podcast. I am your host, David. We are joined by a new guest, uh, my former supervisor, Jose. Hello. What's up, Jose? How how's your week been? It's been good. The new Mario Golf, and I'm having a blast. Mario Golf is that on Switch? Yes, it is. See, see, I, I can't deal with this rich people money bullshit. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for calling me rich. And uh, yeah, no, Mar- Mario Golf Super Rush is. It, I, personally, I don't think it's as good as the Mario Golf on the 3DS. Um, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's a little left wanting. Like, they need more characters. Like, you know, Mario Kart has a million characters. And Mario Golf, you're. you're uh, your character select screen is kind of limited. I think they're going to release more content for free, actually, as it you know goes on and more courses and all that. And then it'll be a pretty solid game. But for now, it's pretty good. If you're into Mario Golf like I am, you know, I've had every version since Nintendo 64, then totally worth. Holy shit, there was a Mario Golf on Nintendo 64? Yeah, bro. <laughs> there was a Mario Golf on Nintendo. It wasn't called Mario Golf, but Mario was the golfer. Um, like on NES? NES. It had to have been a Japanese version only game. And no, I remember being a kid and I saw Mario on the cover, so I rented it from the uh, the PX. And Mario's the go- Mario and Luigi, and that's where I think Daisy made her first appearance. <laughs> the <laughs> PX. Either, yeah, dude. It was either Daisy's first or second appearance. I don't know if that came out before Mario for the Game Boy did, but Daisy was Luigi's caddy. Wait, wait. When you say Mario for the Game Boy, you mean that that one where like Mario went to Egypt and you had the yes, the un- really well, that one. Daisy's the princess of uh, Sarasaland or however you pronounce it there. Um, hmm. but Daisy's also Luigi's caddy, and I think it's like NES um, golf open tour or something like that. I'll have to look it up. Well. Over in Japan, they called it the Famicom system. But, yeah, so, uh, hey, listeners, uh, sorry it's been so long. Um, I was working a a job that literally was making me have panic attacks. I had two panic attacks before I quit the job. So, you know, I I guess it happens, and, uh, you know, you you know, you got to do what you got to do. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm back now looking, looking for a new job. Hopefully I'll find something. Jackass is back here, uh, you know, in the cul-de-sac or firing off fireworks. And, uh, same here. 
and I I had posed this uh, this comment in a group chat with uh, with me Jose and another guy that uh, still works at the airport, and as Jose had said previously, bless his heart. Bless his heart. <laughs> bless his heart. That's and I was like, and I was like, should should I should I grab my motion and fire a shot out into the you know into the open? And Jose, you said what? I said my my inner anarchist says go for it. F it. Do it, man. But then responsible adult Jose says, no, you shouldn't do that because then the cops are going to come. Probably. And, and then, of course, the fireball would would scare the shit out of some people because because Mosins have a have a fireball that shoots out when you when you blast it. And yeah, so I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. So so just just so just everybody knows I'm not going to do that. I'll, I'll probably grip a, a wooden implement as more people fire shit off. But yeah. Oh, speaking of Jose, how, as as a fellow veteran, how do you feel about fireworks? Do they trigger you, or, or are you just eh about it? I'm pretty eh about it. I like watching them on TV, seeing you know that people come up with. Um, as you, as you may or may not know, I was, I was an aircraft mechanic. So, you know, I wasn't front lines, you know, dealing with, with the things that people claim, you know, triggers them. Um, I'm not going to say, you know, you have PSD or you don't. So basically I'll just say long, long story short, meh. Mm-hmm. All right. I, my kids love it. So that's cool. Well, yeah. You know, there's that. So, uh, uh, there was a Facebook post that you had commented on, and I, I haven't looked at it since I had uh, responded. What the fuck is a noner? Okay. <laughs> so a noner, this is Air Force speak, by the way, and I'm coming from Marine Corps, but, you know, uh, maintainers right. are maintainers. A noner is a person that does not, uh, I believe, contribute to a sortie. A sortie being an aircraft going out and completing its mission. Or really just going okay. out. Um, for example, you know, finance. Oh, if you, okay, work, if so, you work in the S1 shop, you were a honor. Okay, so that's, that's like the army equivalent of a pogue. Yeah, that's a pretty good um, pretty good way to look at it. Okay. Because I, I, I think I, like I had a Air Force friend who was on Facebook and he was like super hard hard right leaning and i don't think he's on facebook anymore so and and i think <laughs> i, I think eh, either that or he moved on to like uh me we or whatever the fuck that other one was that got tagged in the uh january 6th shit right but so like I was curious, so yeah, so noner noner equals pogue. Gotcha. Good to know. Noner equals Air Force Air Force pogue. Okay. Uh, if that makes any sense, because the Air Force is all pogues. Even the PJs are not grunts technically, so yeah, they're pogues too. Well, well, to to, I mean, to be fa- <laughs> yeah, yeah, to to be fair, the PJs they they get a pass. PJs yeah, they get a pass. PJs and combat controllers get a pass, and Spec the uh, a pass. and and the JTAC, the JTAC dudes, because I I know a guy, 
God, I fucking can't remember his goddamn name. He's part of the part of the Ranger Up uh, Drinking Bros crew, but I got kicked from kicked from that group for whatever reason. I know the reason no. because. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I wasn't a pogue. I was a combat engineer, mother. <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't tell you that when we were working at the airport. Um, you probably did. I was, yeah. I was, I dealt with a lot of bullshit there. You know, I obviously I can't disparage my former employer for uh for my my current employer. You know, being the FAA and all that. But yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> uh, I'll totally disparage my former employer. Fuck that place. It was, uh, it was, you guys, you guys were fun. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I, was, it was a wild time. I remember, I remember the day after you, uh, like, like the day after your last day and you left your vest hanging in the, uh, in the roof tiles. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I tried to make sure it would stick around for a little bit. That seemed to be what people would do was stick their vests like somewhere unreachable. And I'm pretty short, so unreachable yeah. for me is perfectly reachable for literally everybody else. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, well. To be fair, uh, on my last day, when uh, when old Navy deaf fucker uh, brought me in, brought me into the into the office. And sent uh, sent our union rep because, like, who was our union you, rep, or who was your union rep? Uh, it, it was J, JL was supposed to be our union rep. Okay. And uh, you'd you'd been long gone since then, but uh, like the day before I got fired, old half deaf navy fucker got in my face and yelled at me because gen z didn't fucking do shit uh left before nine o'clock fucker i know said some <laughs> yeah that I, guy. I, I know you know who i'm talking about but i'm 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 just gonna i'm just gonna air this because i i don't want that fucker living rent free in my head anymore Oh, funny, funny enough. Um, after, after the airport job, when I was working the, uh, the next job, I was sitting at the stoplight waiting to make my turn to go to the next job. Guess who was sitting next to me in a fucking Jeep? Wanna be Marine guy? Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as he saw me, guess what he did? He... he paid attention to the left side of everything. <laughs> oh my god i i was I was so pissed when I got when I got to that job. I was I went to my super supervisor. I was like, dude, I saw the dude that that caused me like literally like like Jose. Honestly, I think that job gave me fucking PTSD. You know, and the thing is, you know, I, I would work the line with you guys a bunch, especially since we were short-staffed. Um, I think my last either one month or two months there, I was a fueler. 
and then on top of that, I would, you know, stay late and make sure that, you know, all the computer stuff was taken care of as far as like training and, and equipment and all the other stuff that meant, oh, I almost said their name, that, that the company, you know, required. Um, well, I mean, hell, they're, they're not there anymore. You can say it. Um, just, just for my current job, I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> you know, I fully, expect, I fully expect this podcast to, you know, hit the boosters and launch into orbit with its popularity. So, eh, you'd be surprised. Well, either way, either way, um, you know, I was a fueler the last two, I'll say two months. It might not have been two months. For me, it felt like the last two months I was there. And I remember, you know, old Navy guy. I told him, hey, you know, I'm, I'm leaving in a couple months, and so I'm leaving. And he's like, all right, well, you know, help me find your replacement. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'll, I'll train up my replacement. And then you you might not know this, or you, you probably do. Um, Want to be Marine, you know, obviously worked there before, and then he quit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then he, yeah. Then he, I he remember. Tried to get, he tried to come back as just a fueler. But his schedule, you know, his schedule needs were ridiculous as far as for what we needed. And so I told yeah. Larry, he's like, hey, this guy's not going to fit. And so he ended up quitting or either. I don't know if he got hired as a fuel and he quit or he just never accepted the job because of the hours that we needed. And then and then, you know, old Navy guy who I might have said his name a couple seconds ago. Hires him at, I did. You did. It's fine. Well, I, I, he, I, don't, such I don't a, fucking a, give a shit. And like his name's, <laughs> you know, his name's not generic, but it's like super 80s. Every time I say it, I think of American Gladiators, Blazer, <laughs> and Razor. <laughs> but I mean, he's not going to put his full name out there, but his last name and his first name were like, holy shit, how much more American Gladiators can we get? <laughs> Well, I, either I mean, way, either way, he I hires mean, him as the soup, and I'm like, "Hey, man, like, you see how I'm busting my ass out here just to make sure that you know we're staying on top of water. Like, with him, it's not gonna work. <laughs> and no, you know, lo and no, behold, I didn't. leave, and it doesn't. It didn't. <laughs> God, God, Jesus, fucking, it, it, it did not. And I'm not it trying to toot my horn, but it's like, hey, you know, this guy's just not gonna do the job. And he didn't. Well, well, to be so to be fair, as as a as a line soup at the airport job, you, you were doing your you were doing your damnedest, and and I and I respect you for that. That that's why, you know, I, I honestly that's why I still friended you on on Facebook and everything. That and and you were cool too. I remember your wife gave me those cookies when I left. And they were delicious. <laughs> oh, oh! Speaking I will never of, forget that. Thank you very much. Speaking of, uh, when I when I, <laughs> my wife has never forgotten this, but uh, she she made cookies. Um, I think before you had showed up, and wannabe marine was like, eh, my wife doesn't like peanuts or peanut butter. And don't eat it shit <laughs> right and and then and then i told her that and she and she was like motherfucker <laughs> what 
when somebody gives you a gift, this is pro tip to anybody out there who's listening. Accept it. Even if it, you think it's disgusting. If somebody gives me, you know, sardine, or not sardine, but anchovy pizza. I hate anchovies like most of the world does. You still say mm. thank you, and you take it, and you throw it away out of sight. You know, it doesn't have to be a right. deal to say thanks. Right. But but he was just like straight up, my wife doesn't like peanut butter. Like, like fuck you, asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, we we've got another guest. Uh, our our serial offender Chewy has joined us. So Chewy, say hello to Jose. Jose was uh, my former supervisor at the airport. Is this the kid you wanted to kill? No, th- this was the <laughs> no. This was, no, th- th- this was the good guy. Oh shit! Uh, no, the, the I'm gen- logging out. <laughs> no, the gen the Gen Z millennial uh marine fucker was the one I wanted to kill. He's never gonna come on my podcast. Well, I don't know. If he offers you hot peanut butter and fucking I have a hop out of cider cider, you might take it. Chewy 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 coming in with the time suck reference. Good job, yes, Chewy. Because you do this shit on my podcast every time I say hello. Pipe and hot peanut butter and hot apple cider. <laughs> That's how they do it in Hollywood. Anyway, so, so, so what are you guys gaming on these days? You know, I talked about Mario Golf, and uh, <laughs> I, I didn't seem to, to to get a hit there. So, what's 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 the good what's the good stuff? Well, nothing's good, sir. It's just all shit to make you waste your money. <laughs> True. Eh, well, I mean, like, uh, like Destiny. Like, honestly, I haven't played Destiny in probably a week. I've I've honestly been playing Fortnite with my with the co-host, like the OG co-host of, of the podcast, because he's like, "Hey, we can make money," and I'm like. Yeah. Well, I, I guess we can try. Whatever. How's that going? Uh well here, let me let me send you the video that I sent Gerald. I like Fortnite. Well, you know, I haven't played Fortnite since um I want to call it season one, even though it probably wasn't season one, but it was, you know, the original island. Um Dusty Depot became Dusty Divot after the Meteor, and that was the last like season I played. Oh yeah, it's 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 gotten crazy since then. It's there's not like the the whole theme of this season is alien invasion. So there there are places you can land where a UFO will pick you up and put you in a totally different game. I, I actually um, like played a couple rounds last season where I believe it was like Jaws themed, and a random shark would just fuck you up. Like <laughs> you could be close to the water, and the shark would jump out, and it's like GG, you lose. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, ah, get off me! You got a random cat there, Chewy. No, I'm playing Destiny and a random fucking take-in said, ha-ha, I shall warp in behind you and blast you in the ass without you knowing. Or asking permission. 
Nice. Well, I, I mean, I mean, consent is king. So, I, I hope you turn around and shotgun blast it in the face. Eh, sidearm. Ah. Anyway, sidearm is up? just sidearm is just as good. Well, I, you know, you know, like like uh, like I said. So also, uh, Jose Chewy has his own podcast where uh, I'm I'm a frequent co-host and we talk about politics uh, nice. so. that is not true sir we talk about a myriad of things it just always seems to divulge into politics well well that's what chewy likes to say but it, it's about politics <laughs> it's, it's about politics so um so uh. so so tacit uh, invite to chewy's podcast as well um yeah but uh, what was I talking about? We were talking. You about called Fortnite. me, motherfucker. Well, I was, I was, I was asking Jose so I could, you know, get get reference and framing. We were talking about mm. Fortnite. You just sent us a video of you um, coming behind somebody for the victory royale with cheese. Fuck yeah! That <laughs> that sh- that shit was awesome. So like, uh, and uh, uh, Christy, my Christy, my went to a uh, a birthday slash Fourth of July party for one of her coworkers, and I showed it to one of her other coworkers who uh, would would get the reference, and he was like, "Oh shit, he didn't even see you, did he?" And I was like, "No, he didn't." Because I, I fired off some railgun rounds when he was building his metal shit. And then he jumped down and I was like, I'm going to sneak up. And I snuck up to the tree. I turned, looked at him, blap, blap, victory royale. <laughs> swag. <laughs> well, not Dude. swag. Not swag, just skill. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, oh Lord! But as as Chewy said, he's playing Destiny. I haven't played it in like a week or so. Actually, like I love. Good. I actually find myself playing Destiny one more because I'm a, I've been a Warlock main since day one, and I feel like <laughs> Warlocks and Destiny one were. I'm not gonna say they were OP. You know, I, I enjoyed playing Hunter and Titan as well, but. You know, you had Tlaloc, the scout rifle, which would give you just insane DPS when your super was full. You had the tracking um, scatter grenades. If you played Voidwalker, it was it was it was a time to be alive. Destiny one Warlock was it. Destiny well, two Warlock is you know I just I can't I can't get the same feeling I got with Destiny one Warlock. Well, in Destiny two, you can eat your grenade and fucking. Kill a motherfucker, you know, carte blanche. Well, I haven't played Destiny two since the um, the Mars expansion. Oh, so I haven't, oh. I haven't even touched the new subclasses oh. yet. And they look they look pretty oh. cool, but I feel like you know Hunter just looks cooler, and then you know Titan on top of that. My fellow, my fellow, because I'm a, I'm a Hunter main. Even though I have, like, I have a character for all three classes, I'm main hunter. 
And uh, yeah, I, I guess I understand why why Bungie nerfed the uh, what is it, Silence and Squall? Because eh, it's, it's still <laughs> not nerfed. It's still deadly as fuck. Yeah, that that's why I like being a hunter. It's an AI. <laughs> it's a super with AI. And that's that's why I still use stasis instead of uh, you know fire void or arc. But yeah, I'll, so see, uh, I haven't even touched like even looked at stasis yet. So who knows? Maybe maybe uh, I'll check it out and 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 uh, warlock will be back for me at least. And oh no 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 it nope, won't nope never mind. <laughs> the warlock stasis super is shite uh describe it for me even with the uh <sighs> the, even with the ai turret that you can use that's not the super the the warlock super is a uh do you remember uh it, it's, a tri- it's a trident right yeah, do you? It's a roaming super where basically you turn into a giant icicle, and you can shoot tracking bolts from your staff that freeze people. We only have so many seconds while they're frozen for you to hit the other bumper to send out a pulse wave, break anybody within that super to death. Right. Well, when they first built it, you had like you could free somebody, switch to a sniper rifle, and blow their fucking head off. If you mm-hmm. wanted to. The freeze lasted like three seconds. There was no way to get out of it. Right. And well, everybody uh, bitch pissed and moaned, so they dropped the freeze time down to like a, a half a second, second and a half. It used to have a tracking... Uh, orb that you could use as a punch melee that would send out an orb that would track to a certain extent and freeze a target. And that target would stay frozen for two to three seconds. So if you wanted to pull out a sniper rifle and get a headshot, you could. That they've, they've reduced it down to now the tracking, the firing distance of the punch doesn't go hardly anywhere. The freeze time has been reduced to minuscule the roaming super is nice, but it, it's too convoluted to, okay, for me to do damage, I got to freeze this, then do this. It freeze this, then do this. Right. And yes, it will send out little tendrils and freeze other things in the area, but it really just sucks. Oh, okay, Boomer. Um, in so all honesty... Like- <laughs> it sounds like warlocks, you know, were were back, you know, in their glory, and people bitched and moaned because they couldn't figure out fucking warlocks, and they had a well. Nerf. It's like well, the Titan still has a one punch super or one punch melee. The fucking shoulder, shoulder charge, charge, shoulder charge, uh, shield bat. Fuck the shoulder fuck. charge. Well, now they have a different one. Now they have the the shoulders charge death from above. (laughs) 
So now if you're running and you have the charge up and you jump into the air, you can push a button and then dive on a bitch. You're talking about the seismic strike? Yes. <sighs> so, um... And they even gave hunters a fucking smash dive. Well, I mean, yeah. We, we, we need some kind of fucking defense against everybody, for fuck's sake. You, you, you need some <laughs> kind of defense against everybody that where you can dodge, disappear, uh, send out a super that will freeze anything in an area and then see somebody and chase them. Fuck you. I mean, some sometimes it sometimes it works like that. Sometimes it doesn't. So I'm I am definitely glad I for. I still the, stand by my previous statement. Fuck you. Well, once once you put up your ice lance, don't talk to me. <laughs> the, the ice lance is really not that fucking powerful. That's the thing I don't fucking. It's a shit super. I, I thought it wasn't a super, though. I thought it was a uh, like a a shoulder button kind of thing. What are you talking about? Are you talking about the 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 melee powered one? Whatever the one that that you can spawn it up and it fucking shoots people. Oh, the grenade, the ice turret. Yes. Yeah, they nerfed it too. Hmm. So, so I I am of the head cannon that most of the bungee devs are titans. Uh, Titan and Hunter Mains, yeah, That's, I, I would I would believe it. No, I, I'm I'm just saying titans, not not Hunter, because, but but then you know. I'm a I'm a hunter main so eh. I'm I'm still squishy as fuck. I I can I can still be killed real quick. Nah. But it but if I if I can get that hit in, I'll get that hit in. Ooh, yeah. So what were y'all discussing before you rang my doorbell? Eh, just like uh, Jose was telling me about, like, like I'd never heard about Mario Golf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was telling him that, you know, Mario Golf got its beginnings on the original NES. The Famicom, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, the the Nintendo Open Golf Tournament, I believe it was called. I'm going to look it up right now. Um... Uh... Yeah, that was it. Came out a long time ago. It was on the NES when it had a. I think it had a small iteration on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, originally, but, it was called NES Open Tournament Golf, and I I believe this is where uh, Daisy made her original appearance. Unless unless Mario for the Game Boy came out first. Which I'll look up right now. Um, yeah, and I and I was like, "You mean Mario, where he had the ship going underwater, visiting the 
Egyptian temples okay. Mario yeah. Game Boy? Yeah, I stand corrected. Super Mario Land came out in 1989, which is where Daisy, uh, she was the princess of the game. And then the NES Mario Open Tournament came out in 91. So two years later, and Daisy was Luigi's caddy. Hmm. And then, you know, ever since then, you know, Daisy's been Luigi's... Uh, I don't know if you want to call her his his, his girlfriend, but I always thought so. Side piece. His, Side his piece. you know, <laughs> s- you know slaving golf bag whore. Yes, got you. <laughs> you oh, oh. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so, so speaking, speaking of the S word, um, did you, did you guys see that Star Wars has changed yes. uh, Boba Fett's ship to just a Star Wars ship instead of its original name. I did. Yeah, they called it Boba Fett's Starfighter. Um, nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives yeah. a shit except for the original um, actor that played Boba Fett. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the world doesn't give a shit that you named a fictitious metal machine slave one yeah you know obviously anakin you know was a slave in episode one so slavery is part of the star wars universe so slavery is part of every universe slavery still exists in this timeline on earth it's like you want you want to pretend you know boba fett didn't happen but are you going to go and uh and change episode one now is anakin going to be a free little boy or well, if you think about it, you know, you know well, technically, fun, all fun, the Genosian clones were slaves. They had no free will. They were programmed to do whatever they were told. Especially Order 66. Yeah, true. And um, because I watched the newest episode of The Bad Batch, um, the, the Separatist senator for that Separatist planet... Um, when, when the droid, I I forget what her designation was. She said, my master. And I was like, oh, oh, she can say my master, but slave one has to be Boba Fett's starship. Nobody cares. Some, some people evidently care. Yes, Kathleen Kennedy, the woman that is fucking dry, that has a drier fucking pussy than the Saharan Desert, okay? She's sucking all the fun out of Star Wars. Well, can can we get her the fuck out of Star Wars, please? Uh, oh, they're trying to get rid of her. Well, I mm. think so, because you see, um, what's his name, John Favreau? The, the guy John yeah. Favreau, yeah. Yeah, John, John Favreau. Just the excellent work he did with the Mandalorian, um, like even just that last episode of season two, just brought back so many Star Wars fans, myself included. Like, you know, when we saw that, we saw Luke Skywalker just destroying those droids. Like, this is Star Wars. That's what got me back into Star Wars. Not you know seven, eight, or nine. Not even Rogue One, even though I thought Rogue One was pretty good, and definitely not Solo. Um, I, I don't have I, a problem with Solo. I don't I, know why Solo takes it in the ass all the time. 
I, I don't think I, Solo is a bad movie. I think it's good I, on its own. But I, I, when I we actually, look at oh, go ahead. I, I actually liked Solo, especially when Han started talking to Chewie in Sherry Wook. Mm-hmm. And Chewie looks at him like he has a mental illness of that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so um, back back. Okay, so <sighs> my, I, my... I think the reason that Solo, you know, takes it in the ass is it came out right after Episode Eight, didn't it? The um, the Last Jedi and. All of us, I don't know a single person that thought The Last Jedi was a good movie. Like, we were like, okay, they they need to do something because this series, you know, is trash now. And they came out with Solo, like, as an answer. And it's like, I mean, like I said, Solo was a good movie on its own. But following episode eight, it's like, we were already tired of Star Wars. Now you throw out this, which, you know, is a cool story, but not what anybody was really looking for as a, a redemption story to episode eight. And yeah. Well, here's my thing with here's my thing with The Last Jedi. I didn't hate it. I hated it. <laughs> most people most people like to beat the shit out of it. I, I get it. Okay, it's not the greatest thing in the world. All right. But it was a movie and it was an idea. The only part of the whole thing that was, I thought, a bad writing decision, which unfortunately is the hinge that breaks the movie, is mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, the guy that said, My father still has a crumb of goodness in him, and I will lay my faith upon that. Looked at Ben Solo and went, there's a possibility he could be a bad guy. I need to kill him. <laughs> There's but, a possibility it, that he could be a bad guy. I could. I but, nope. Got to kill the nephew. It, He's a bitch. But it was. But it wasn't even that. Was it? I I thought it was just a movie full of like bad decisions. Like every decision was just the worst decision the characters could have possibly made. Like, well, start, I can see you start with Poe, you know, just getting everybody killed at the beginning so he can get the bombs off on the destroyer. Then, you know, something I, I believe Adam, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say Adam Driver, but uh, uh, Kylo Ren like hits the bridge and kills everyone except for Princess Leia, who Mary Poppins her way back to the bridge through space. And so now you have purple hair chicks in charge. <laughs> and instead of just instead of just laying out her plan, like, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna try to survive this by, you know, faking our retreat. You know, she doesn't tell anybody. Yes, that was a stupid point of yes. <laughs> so I'm so going to tell the general. No, nobody else. We can't tell any of our own people that it's, we're exactly. just trying to get away. And so obviously. They want to live, ah. so they launched their own side mission, you know, to Casino Land, which ultimately was which for was no bullshit. reason, because that guy betrays them, and I don't believe he shows up again after that. He just betrays them. He's like, all right, you know, I, y'all suck. I'm out. And then, I, I, I made my credits. Fuck yeah, y'all bitches. It, it was all just terrible decisions from the get-go, and then they realized, like, hey... We could just send a starship, you know, into hyperspace through that ship. Like, why didn't you do that at the beginning then? Like, why aren't we just launching ships at light speed at each other instead of like wasting people's lives and bombing runs? 
Because <sighs> there were I, people on the ship. Well, I mean, you, you tell me a droid can't, you know, push the buttons to make ship go fast? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm saying the dro- you could sacrifice a matter of fact why are we even having people fight our space battles we exactly, did this and exactly we could just put a whole droid fleet there and go okay this is what we're gonna do we're all gonna fucking kamikaze run the planet or the military installation or whatever at light speed i wonder how Hello? much energy would be transferred from a object moving at out of hyperdrive into a planetary body uh, probably enough to destroy it, because didn't they... Well, I, all you gotta do is hit the bridge, you know, take out the command crew, and what's the ship gonna do after that? <laughs> well, I'm not even talking about that. I mean, you know, well, you have, like, targets on on the surface of a moon. Okay, we're gonna take six starfighters, put them in hyperdrive, and this is where we will terminate our entry point. About three inches above the ground. <laughs> yes. No more base. <laughs> Well, it's like oh, the, okay. oh, I know exactly what that is. That's like Warhammer Astartes nuke from orbit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so so Chewy, you you you've hit a point between uh, Jose and I because we've been talking about Warhammer, but uh, yeah. So like like if you hyperdrive in like into three inches from the planet's surface. Just, just the shock wave is probably going to kill every fucking thing. Well, I understand hyperdrive is not light speed, and Does, you know there that was the thing. It's a fold. It, it, it's basically light hyperdrive is some kind of weird subspace where you're moving faster than normal drive, but you're not moving faster than technically light. It's not folding space. Folding space is from the Dune universe, and we'll talk about that on a later episode. I mean, how did you say fold space? You almost did. No, I said the subspace corridor. The Lord is kind of a weird Rosenberg Eisenberg bridge hybrid with a dick in it. The the Lord (laughs) describes it as like hyper lanes, where it's certain certain routes you can go. It's like you can't just go hyperspace wherever you want, but you have to follow like the highway basically. And right, yeah, and maybe who knows, maybe the super duper star destroyer was in the middle of the lane. I don't know, but they they made it seem in episode eight that yeah, I can just launch you know anything at hyperspeed and just wreck your starship. <laughs> so it's like, well, why didn't you at the beginning then? And eh. It, it's it's one of those it's one of those tropes. You you have to use the the kill kill thing. The kill at kill the with the pew pew. Yeah, you have to use the kill kill with the pew pew at the last. I mean, I so kind of going off off the Star Wars topic. Uh, Gerald sent me the last two Dresden Files books peace talks and battlegrounds and when uh it was like early early battlegrounds they like they jumped out and they they took heavy damage 
you know, attacking just basic units. But then mid-book, they had the... Um, how, how can I put this? They, they had the outliers go in and just wipe all that that mid-book shit out. And I was like, why the fuck didn't you do that before? Why did you have to waste so many lives doing that? And then mid-book, you have the, you know, you have the, like, the pixies or the fairies or whatever just come in and just wipe all that shit out. It, it's it's part of the it's part of the trope, I guess. So like like you have to you have to use weapon A, weapon B, weapon C, weapon D, and then when all else fails, weapon E is the fucking giant ass cannon that just kills everything. And it's honestly, I have a question, David. Yes. How much Delta Bud Bud Buzz or combination have you been, are you on today? Uh, just beer. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> you're doing that rambling thing. <laughs> your your point. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. It's the point. Okay. So, so as uh, serial listeners know, Chewy is the serial derailer of conversations, but I have a new element added to the podcast that is Jose. Yeah, I have a question, Jose. I'm listening. How many uh, jalapenos on a stick jokes have you had to suffer in your life? Jalapeno on a stick jokes. Um, that was that was actually quite a thing when I was in the Marine Corps. Not so much recently. Now now I have other other jokes that the, I have to suffer through. <laughs> the the Josie, like we've talked about, like my name is Jose. Oh, Josie? No, it's Jose. Josie. No, when I Jose. actually when I first got you know to Jacksonville Center. I was wearing, I don't think it was a Menzies shirt. I think I was wearing a um, Landmark Aviation shirt. I like to collect shirts from wherever I work. And so I was wearing a Landmark shirt that had my name on it, Jose. And the supervisor's like, hey, what's your name? I'm like, Jose. And he goes around introducing me as Juan to everybody. And I thought it was a joke. I'm like, clearly I said Jose and my shirt says Jose on it. So, like, you know, a couple weeks later, everybody's like, hey, what's up, Juan? How you doing, Juan? And I'm like, wait, are you calling me Juan? And they're like, yeah, you know, the supervisor's name was Juan. I'm like, no, it's Jose. And they're like, and the supervisor's like, oh, shit, I thought you said Juan. I'm like, all right, thanks, man. And so Juan stuck around for a bit, and then it turned into Josie, and Josie's kind of the thing now. Yeah, I, I remember uh, us talking in our specific uh, Facebook chat group about that, and I'm 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 sorry because uh, uh, I think you both know my last name. Book. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that's the hardest name to pronounce in the universe. Book. Book. <laughs> 
I don't see how, but um, we're going to learn. Well, when when I say, and 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 for listeners, please please forget forget this interaction. My name is David Book. Brooks, books, book with an e, Buck. Um, yeah, uh, both both me and my wife Christy have have heard the gamut of it. You're about to get doxxed. Way to go. <laughs> They're welcome to come. I've got a shotgun and a motion. I, I don't think that's how doxing works, but yeah, shoot shoot the internet, man. Do it. Don't do it. No, I'm not I'm not gonna shoot the internet. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it's it's like it it's an easy four letter surname. But it's like the most easily fucked up like oh oh you're you're David Brooks no 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 it's like what you read my fellow it's like what you read (sighs) yeah it's irritating anyways continue uh, you say continue, but I don't think we're actually talking about anything. So. <laughs> um, have you guys, David? You're about the same age as me. You're a little older. I'm not sure about Chewy, but you sound about the same age too. Did you guys ever play um, the Legend of Zelda on Super Nintendo or Super Metroid? I I played original Zelda. Um, um, Super Metroid, no. Still there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you hear what I asked? Yeah. You said uh, Legend of Zelda or Super Metroid. Right. <laughs> uh, didn't play. Well, I played the original Legend of Zelda. Not Super Metroid, but there was the Game Boy Advance versions of Metroid. That made me break the goddamn thing because I couldn't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you had you had Metroid Fusion and uh, Metroid Zero Mission on Game Boy. Yes, Advance. yes, those those specifically. Yeah, uh, I think it was Zero Mission that made me break my Game Boy Advance because uh, you had to run away from the uh big bad oh that was that was a fusion where you had to run away from the better version of you basically yeah oh god oh oh Oh. Uh, and and there was even an there was even a uh another metroid-esque game i can't remember i can't remember what it was but it was that metroid-esque game that made me break my original Game Boy Advance in half, and then I had to go to the uh, Polish guy at that time in my unit to get his Game Boy Advance so I could continue playing it. So you could break his too? (laughs) Oh no, I didn't break it. At that point, I'd figured out how to, uh, to, 
to beat the perfect version of Samus. And yeah, but uh, I've oh let let uh, let me tell you, I still have the PlayStation Two controller that I cracked uh, one of the. Uh, I think it was the left side of it. Uh, playing God of War, climbing out of Hades. <laughs> well, the the point I was I was gonna make was uh, for your listeners, if you if you like, you know, basically Zelda and Super Metroid, there's randomizers now where you can uh, download the ROM online and it'll randomize the contents, and then there's a mega randomizer which combines both games. You know, it's one game that's both Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, and Super Metroid in one uh, one file, if you will. And it's randomized completely where you'll find, you know, Zelda items in Metroid and Metroid items in Zelda. And the point is to complete both games. And it's it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to uh, both franchises, really, considering, you know, Metroid hasn't had a release since Prime 3. You know, they announced... Um, Metroid Dread coming out later this year for the Switch, which is going to be pretty hmm. cool, but it looks more like Metroid Fusion, uh, which is really hmm. linear, if you will. And Super I really Metroid enjoyed Super Metroid on the Super NES console. I think that was the best in- installation of that franchise. Oh, it really was, dude. Like, it's, it's just a wide-open game where, you know, you can do reverse boss order, you know, minimum item clearance, there's just so much things, so many things to do with that game. Yeah, I I think I downloaded ROMs for. Uh, I I know I downloaded a ROM for Metroid on NES, and and tried to play through it using like Game Facts. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Yeah, I I almost beated it, almost beated it, but yeah. Uh, so let let's uh, let's switch topics. Nintendo NES games you never beat. I'll go first. Back to the Future. Okay, shamefully for me, a game I've never beat and I've played over the years is the original Super Mario Brothers. And I love Super Mario Brothers. It's my all-time favorite series. Never beat the first one. Always get stuck at 8-4. Yeah? Yeah. What about you, Chewie? Still there, bud? I think he might have minimized his window like I was doing earlier. No, no, Chewy Chewy has a bad habit of falling asleep because he doesn't eat. Oh, get your sugar up, bro. Yeah. Chewy. But don't eat Chewy. Do it. Chewy. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Yeah, my phone did the thing where it moved off of the well, I had a phone call from my wife and then yeah. Yeah, I told you. Okay. All right, so uh, Nintendo game you never beat. Go. I never beat Mario. I don't think I ever beat Alter Beast. I don't think I ever beat Gold. No, Golden Axe was a Genesis game. Uh, 
don't think I ever beat Mega Man. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck Mega Man. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I've never beat the original Mega Man either. Like, I've I've played through 2, 3, and 4. Never played 5 or 6 for the NES, but I never beat the first one. Hmm. Legit, at least. Yeah, it, it's like when you when you get to the Doctor Wily stage, you have to do all the all the platform jumping, and and it's so fucking frustrating. So, uh, how about uh, how about Disney Afternoon games? Because they did those. So, like uh, Ducktales, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. Any of those? I, I don't even played any of them. I used to rent. You know, I saw my renting games from the PX earlier, and I used to rent Tailspin from the PX. I never beat that, but I was like five years old. Um, really cool game. <laughs> you know, flying the plane around, trying not to run into walls and stuff. I have a completely different question that's kind of on-off topic. Okay. Why is it that Disney TV shows of the late 80s, early 90s, like Tailspin, DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, why did they give all their characters, like, waistcoats but no pants? Because they were animals? Question mark? Yes, then why go through the point of giving Chip a jacket but nothing to, you know, I have a jacket but my cock's still out. Well, Dale also had the uh, Hawaiian shirt. Uh, <laughs> but if you look at the female characters, the female characters almost always have pants. Well, they don't want you seeing the dirty female characters' vaginas. But that's <laughs> oh, the point I'm trying to make. What the fuck? You know, it dicks out good. Vagina covered good. The we fuck? Did. We've entered Rule 34 territory. Super NSFW now, children. So. Well, well, if children are listening to this podcast... Yeah, if children are listening to this podcast, there's a problem. Well, I mean, well, if, if you want to go way, way back, Winnie the Pooh has his dick just swinging. Yeah, I know. That's kind of a point. I, I don't understand the concept of let's clothe a anthropomorphized bear. Why? Why are we doing this? It's a fucking bear. So, so I will, I will see your anthropomorphized bear and raise you, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Yes, Yakko had no had shirt. Pants. Had pants. <laughs> Wacko. Had pants, had a shirt, had, had a shirt, no pants. Dot just has a skirt. <laughs> Hello, and I would, and Hello, I would Mark. also, yes, <laughs> and I would also put forth that it was one of the best cartoons ever made. Fuck yeah, bro! Everybody. Yeah, I'm with you. I haven't seen the uh, the Hulu remakes. I'm, you know, I'm not interested in Animaniacs anymore, but. Animaniacs, yeah. you know, in the spinoff Pinky and the Brain are my, my yes. you know, yes. easily top three. I'm not sure what else fits in there with them. Uh, um, shit. What, what was that other one? Um, t- 
Tiny Toon Adventures. Uh, they were okay. They they were good. Um, not a lot of Tiny Toon Adventures sticks out in my head besides uh, Ducky Go Down the Hole, where uh, <laughs> was it Plucky? Yes. Plucky just starts flushing everything. Just because I have kids now, and and my kids do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it goes down the hole until it doesn't. And daddy has to plunge the toilet. And hopefully that's it. Uh, okay, so um, so so bo- both Chewie and I don't have kids. So, Jose, <sighs> this might get me this might get me flagged. But how many times have you wanted to chunkla your kid? Chunkla my kid. <laughs> um, there's, you know, honestly, there's, there's been quite a few times where I've wanted to. I mean, there's been just as many times where I've wanted to punch a coworker in the face. But it's obviously something you don't do. I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't believe in spanking because. You know, there's a line that I, I make very clear, like, don't cross this line or the spanking is going to happen. And, you know, the, the oldest child, the youngest is just, he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. The oldest child right. will willingly cross this line knowing the consequences. I was like, well, daddy's not a liar. So, I mean, as far as Chakla, you know, that, that's more of a, a mom thing. <laughs> you know, well, mother, mother's the ones with the Chanklas. Daddies have the hands. Daddies don't need no Chanklas. So. Well, uh, uh, I I I just use a uh, I guess a cultural, um, contextual kind of thing. So, if you don't use chunkla and you use the hand, that that's cool. I, I was just wondering because as as a child myself, my ass got beat. Oh, my ass got beat. <laughs> ditto, ditto, Ramus. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, you know, I'm not, I'm not against spanking. And I've, you know, I've spanked my kid before. Like I said, you know, if you cross the line that I've laid there and told you what was going to happen and you did it anyway, well, guess what's going to happen? Like, don't act surprised. Um, but it's not something you know I do as often as my parents did. Nothing against my parents; wonderful people. Um, <laughs> I must say they're wonderful people, so they don't beat me. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> they know where well, I live. Well, I, I I could say my parents are also wonderful, but they're also dead. So I I, I can say my mom beat the shit out of me. Would you say and, it was uh, undeserved? No, no, it wasn't undeserved. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, but let, let me say this. When my mom beat the shit out of me, it was blind rage. Okay. When my dad beat the shit out of me, that's what, when my dad. Dad had a purpose. When my dad's. Yeah, exactly. When my dad spanked my ass. When my dad was going to spank my ass, that's when I worried because he. He did the like, all right, tap the paddle to the butt, tap the paddle to the butt, smack, tap the paddle to the butt, tap the pet, smack. Must line up shot perfectly. You sure you play Thanks. golf? 
I don't know if he did. I know he. I know he worked for an airline company. He was a metallurgist, and yeah. Yeah. My dad would beat me with anything within his arm's reach. I I try not to use. Um, I'll just say objects. You know, really anything on my kids. I. And when I when I say try, I mean like I don't. Just, I know. Well, I know I'll put it to you this way: my kids are really little. You know, I don't. I'm not. I'm not dealing with a teenager here. I'm dealing with a four year old. Like he doesn't, yeah, doesn't I, really need that. Yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and give you a a, a tip. Don't buy any belts that have like relief cut into them. When you're a six foot, two hundred and ninety pound man. To whip your child with, <laughs> yeah, because definitely. it leaves bruise indentations that look like designer jeans. <laughs> well, I, I had a stagecoach theme on my ass and lower thigh for like six weeks. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a six foot, two hundred ninety pound man. So, but still, like I said, you know, I've got a four year old. Um, I think spankings are important. Uh, Character but, building. Definitely not going to use like a belt on him or anything like that. Now, if he's if he's sixteen and comes home and says, "Yeah, I knocked up this girl," like, yes, yeah, just punch him in the face. Now, now I'm going to mother, mother, and then, then her dad is going to show up and get you even worse than I did. So uh, the, the whole point Sunny boy, just have a seat. Uh, what was her daddy's name? Cool Google phone call. Hey, I'm fitting to beat my kid to death. Would you like to come help? I need a witness. Exactly. And what I what I do now is, you know, stop that from happening in the future. <laughs> I need, you know, I don't know you. You don't know me. You sh- we ran into each other at a bar. We had a beer. I need an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> Some Something like that. Something like that. Yes. Now, uh, I highly recommend my grandmother's form of torture. Get get the switch. Pick all but one leaf off. <laughs> now, she would have you get three, three like, peach tree switches or willow branches. You know, the long, flexible ones. And then she would sit down within, like, you know, she'd sit you across the, on a chair, and she'd sit in a chair, or we'd be on the front porch, and she would d- discuss how I'd done things wrong and why this was wrong. And you had forgotten that you had handed her these three implements of death that she was, while she was talking to you, she had weaved into a peach tree whip. A whip and tree point. And then she would just kind of like reach over and go, whap, and it would hit your leg and then wrap around it like a snake. <laughs> Oh boy! But it wouldn't break. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, uh, t- t- to to be fair, David's in the sauce. He's in the sauce. And what's your point? What, what's your Mother, sauce tonight, David? Pabst Blue Ribbon. PBRs. 
Okay. What about you, yes. Chewy? I don't drink that much, but when I do, it's usually Johnny Walker Black or hard liquor. Okay. I like to pour like a large Yeti cup full and drink on it all night. So by the end of the night, I'm drunk, but not, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, definitely. I picked up some vanilla quarters from Brickenridge Brewery here in uh, in northeast Florida, and they're not bad. What part of the northeast of Florida are you in, sir? Call it. He's in uh, Fort Lauderdale. That's that's definitely not northeast. <laughs> yeah, that's very south. That's very fucking... southeast. No, I'm I'm in um, Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, you're one. four hours from me. So, so if you if y'all two become friends, I I need a cut from it. We're gonna <laughs> cut you out of it. How about that? Um. Well. How about you don't be on my podcast anymore? Well, we you barely podcast ever anymore because we're going to be on GS Podcast Two, and it's 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 going to be great. You're all about Discord now. You've left the podcast world behind. How dare you, sir? Well, to to be fair, that's because I was at the hospital job that sucked my soul out. But now that I'm not in that podcast, now that I'm not in that job, we'll see. And I was on your podcast a couple days ago. What the fuck are you talking about, Joey? <laughs> I'm talking about your podcast, sir. Well, you're on my podcast now, so what's your point? My point is you left me. You left me all alone in this cold, cold world of podcasting. You and Gerald both. You introduced <laughs> me to this thing, and it was bright and amazing, and I enjoyed it with people. And then they left me. Ah. All right, guys, this is this is where I leave you. <laughs> oh no! Right now, no, <laughs> no. I made it weird. Don't. No, you didn't make it weird, man. I'm just tired, man. I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, hey, um, thanks for inviting me on. Um, now look forward to, to doing this in the future. I, I know 100% you'll invite me back. No pressure. So, Oh, yeah. I'll see you guys later. All right. Later. Bye. Now it's just the two of us, Chewie. Just the two of us. Making castles in the sky. Just the two of us. Are you in die? <laughs> um, so unfortunately, uh, Gerald has taken his second COVID shot and he's wiped out. Ill. <laughs> he's ill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh. Well, that sucks for him. Glad he got the shot, though. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, what's up? Uh, not much. 
trying not to get fired at work for strangling coworkers. Why are you trying to straggle coworkers? Uh, this is going to sound horrible and sexist. I don't. And I don't all care. these things. I don't care. I have a female coworker at work who mm-hmm. reminds me of a 16 year old girl in the way she deals with conflict resolution. Wherein you ask her to do something, she automatically falls back to, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been taught how to do that. I don't know what I'm doing. Here's the reason why I didn't do it. And I didn't ask for any of these explanations or validations. I just said, hey, go do this. Well, the reason why I haven't been out here yet is because I had to do this right here because somebody did. I don't care, ma'am. Go do this. You can't talk to me that way, ma'am. Don't yell at me, ma'am. I'm only putting out what you're bringing, what you're, I'm only returning what you're bringing out. Calm down. You can't tell me what to do. I'm your supervisor, ma'am. She, so she's a Karen. Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I'll put it to you this way. She is a middle-aged overweight white woman who every time she speaks it sounds like she's just on the verge of a whining orgasm so it's so Davis I was wondering if uh, you were going to go out and feed or if I was that's every time she opens her mouth only time that goes away is when she gets mad and she starts screaming. The other day we were feeding Chow and I went down there to her dorm that had three people in it. Wait, wait, and wait. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Anchor has stopped. God damn it. I can still hear you. I know, but on my phone it says Anchor has stopped. <laughs> 